Last time on Good Neighbors. Flint and Beck do their best to investigate what they are truly up against if things come to blows with James Pale. What they discover horrifies them. Cassius attempts to make final plays to convince June to be smart about this, ultimately agreeing to stall the others for 24 hours. June returns to the Eden's last tavern. reddened sky, painted with an orange aurora. This sickly dancing light makes the sky look alive, sometimes as if it had a heartbeat, sometimes as if it was a wound-leaking pus. The sun sits eternally on the horizon, never moving, casting long, deep shadows through mountains and leaves. A steady wind rattles autumn leaves on the trees and earth. Though this world looks very much abandoned, it feels painfully alive. You hear the creaking off old wood as the camera closes in on a lone shack beside some body of murky water. As the scene fades, we hear a distant echo of someone speaking. Now I ain't gonna lie to you. This is gonna be a real bad day for you. Then the scene goes dark. All right, everybody. Big day, big day. Before we get into it, I just want to put some cards on the table. The Visitor is a late-stage villain. The previous monsters you have faced do not even compare to its power. Earlier, June made a point of saying that there's a chance that no one here makes that alive if a fight breaks out. I think it's important as the Keeper, in the interest of managing expectations here, that I tell you that that is not untrue. I don't know how this is going to go, so I can't tell you exactly the deal here, but I can tell you... If a fight were to break out, it is not impossible to beat it. I would never do that to you. That said, to survive, you probably have to do more than just go in their guns blazing. If you don't want to burn every single luck point you have, that is. If you bring allies, your chance of survival goes up. But that means that there is a chance that they die. The way I will run that, if that is the route you go, is based on three factors. The first is your luck. If an NPC is relevant to you or you want that NPC to do something, you will roll their your luck instead of using a move. The second is how capable I think they are. If they are extremely capable, they will get a plus to the roll. Somewhat capable, like Juice or Loon, uh, I would give a, uh, a plus one and so on and so forth. Someone incompetent like Moon Moth would have a negative, though honestly, why would you bring her? Uh, <laughs> the third She's thing... She's all I got. <laughs> Uh. The third thing is how important they are to your story. So, someone like Lewis Steele would get a plus one here if uh, uh, if he was to roll something, because he has a degree of plot armor, effectively. Things will just go better for him. Uh, so, for example, Dr. Garcia is somewhat capable and is very important to the story. So, if you brought him and needed him to do something here, you would roll a d6, add your remaining luck, and he would get a plus three for being capable and, and plot important. Does that make sense? Is everyone clear on how that should go? We're tracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So someone who is extremely capable and extremely plot important will probably be fine, but they will no one will ever be above a plus four because that would make it impossible for them to be in my hands. If an NPC, based on your luck roll, uh, is in the positives, they do great. Everything goes great for them. No, no harm done. If they are from seven to nine, they do what they set out to do, but there is some drawback. They will be wounded or they will lose power in some way or, or something else like that will happen. If they fail the roll, six or below, they're in my hands. If the thing they're trying to do is deadly serious, then the consequences will be deadly. If the thing they are trying to do is small and uh, largely ineffectual, then they could survive it, but with some harm done to you or the team. But like I said, if you bring someone along, there is always a chance they die. Whew. Okay, well, let's get into it. We open on Cassius driving back towards Flinch's shed. The snow flurries behind you as the uh, inklings of winter are beginning to dust their way in. How does he look right now, about to make the 24-hour call, the stall for June to have some measure of control over their life before it all goes down? Oh, I think he's uh, I think he's just whistling. I think he's got a little cassette in the, the radio. He thinks he thinks he's just had a very constructive chat with June, where they came up with a very reasonable plan, and he's about to. He just had a chat with some FBI dudes. It's a good day. I'm, a, I'm like whistling to Baby Driver as I try to drive over, just like <laughs> hopping along. <laughs> Oh, very good, very good. We see the car driving along as the uh, uh, night starts to approach uh, as you pull into Flint's shed, which we see is uh, currently, like, torn asunder by stacks and stacks of books and, uh, like, a laptop which has a bunch of tabs open for different websites, a conspiracy board with little red threads. How are the two of you looking, Beck and Flint? knowing the thing we just learned at the end of our last recording. Uh, how long has it been since those two came to that revelation? I'm going to say like 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is all the, the, the conversation between uh, Cassius and June and your research was happening roughly at the same time, but your thing kind of took longer because you had more work to do. So by the time Cassius is able to drive out there, have that conversation, talk to the FBI even just and drive back, it's about when you kind of click to the last peg on your conspiracy board. Lee, do you have any specific desires about when the creature type is revealed to the rest of the party in game and out of game? Um, that's a good point. I didn't consider that. I can yeah. I can take my headphones out. Um, hmm. I kind of love the idea that for this entire arc, uh, Andy doesn't know. But Soren may learn now. That seems fine. <laughs> okay. For, for inexplicable plot reasons, Cassius never gets to find out. <laughs> Cassius never saw the last monster. So. Yes, straight <laughs> up. And they're kindred spirits, so that's really a shame. It's really funny, yeah, because I use the same accent and everything. Like, they were the same guy. <laughs> it was three Cassiuses in a trench coat trying to sneak into an R-rated movie. <laughs> yeah, on, on the flip side, we never saw Cassius and the monster in the room at the same time. So. You arrive, ten, not ten minutes after your revelation. Oh, hey guys, what's going on? I uh, sorry, I stopped for a gyro on my way here. I hope uh, you guys look a little stressed. What's going on? We're doomed. We're uh, we're. Oh my god. 
I have a lot of online apologies to make. I, 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 oh my god, where, where's June? Uh, I don't know. We need to find them. I thought I was gonna go talk to Flint, and you were gonna go talk to June, so, well, what do you yeah, mean you did, don't know? Well, well, I did talk to June. We need to find yeah. them before it's too late. Oh, whoa, 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 let's, let's, let's all slow down a little bit here. No, right? we don't have time. Well, I, I, we got uh, maybe 24 hours worth of No, time, we, right? we, we don't have a second. <laughs> What's going on? You guys, you guys seem real stressed out. I would, this this thing, happening? this thing, it, it feeds off of self-destructive people. So June is like the steak tartare yeah. of well, monster so you, meat. You, you want to feed it three more? We need to get June and we need to we need to figure something out how to keep June safe because it is it has literally just been giving June power to make June more self-destructive so that it could keep feeding off of June and if it thinks June's onto it, then it's just going to finish eating. I have so many more questions. See, I'm at conflict here because on the one hand, that sounds very, very important. On the other hand, I did promise June that I'd stall you for 24 hours. <laughs> so, uh, I, I am at a bit of an impasse here. Uh, you didn't even try. I am <laughs> I'm trying right now. I figure the best way to Listen, stall you is 24 hours is to come clean about it. <laughs> that, that was an option. If it was anything else, I'd say that was an option. Uh... Now, now we are at the point where I am, I am listing deities I can sell my soul to to save June. And no one's prepared to take the mic drop because it feels too important. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, um, uh, okay, get in the car. All right. So you it's... do know who June is? Yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> where? Is June? Uh, so probably it's like it's like if you had a D and D party, but your rogue was the Hamburglar. Uh, okay, okay, I want to clarify something. <laughs> if no one is going to say it, we can let Andy back in. Oh yeah, uh, I, I should probably sure. let uh, Cassius know what it actually is. Oh, so, okay. It's it like is, a legit thing. Yes. I bring Cassius over to my corkboard with all the string and ribbon connecting to internet rumors and connecting to sightings of people staring at them from the woods. And there is there is this thing that just seems to be perpetuated over and over again of these very tall men in black suits with no face. Th think the, the most recent and most common... Uh, representation of this was actually known as Slender Man. <laughs> yeah, I know it sounds it sounds crazy, but this thing is, we can't hurt it. We can't kill it. And all it does is feed on us when we are negative and insecure. And uh, I'm going to try to find something in my uh, shed with preparedness. Okay. 
that's a 10, and I'm looking for a bag of CBD gummies to calm me the fuck down. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And I take one of those. The best way to fight it is to... For lack of a better term, be chill, be happy, take care of oneself, self-care, therapy, things like that. Actually going in guns blazing, don't think it's going to work. So where is June? Because if if June lets it know that it's onto it, it's just going to finish eating June. Uh, well, I, here's the thing. I don't know exactly where June is. I said I'd give them 24 hours, and that that's a lot of time. At some point, I imagine they're going to go to the bar, but I'm not entirely certain if that's now or if they're going to take, like, a nap first or something. But we could check the bar first. I don't really know. All right, let's go. Okay. You guys uh, drive over to Eden's last. Do Do we? Oh, well, okay. Where do you go? I mean, it just feels dangerous, but also... Shouldn't we, like, maybe we could tell June's gang or something? I think that's a good idea. I... Can somebody let Chalamet know what's going on? Uh, sure. Uh, I'm gonna call Chalamet. Uh, no, it's probably some, like, uh, Beethoven's Fifth or nonsense. I don't know. Uh, 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 <clears throat> uh hello? Hey, how you doing? Uh, hey, uh, um, it's, it's, uh, it's Beck. Uh, we think- Hello, Miss Dewey. How are you? Uh, we think that June's uh, gotten her themselves into a bit of a pickle. Uh, in what way? Gonna like, like one bail money or something? No, gonna like one v one of a very big bad monster all by themselves. Why? I don't, Why? I, don't, I mean, that's my best guess. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, then what do you? Uh, what do you need? Guys, what do we what do we need from Chalamet? Help. That's yeah, sure, it's a given. No, like, nor- normally I'm the plan guy, and I don't have a plan. Put him on speaker. Beep. What's okay? Basic rundown. Where is June? We don't know. We think maybe at Eden's Tavern. Okay. Do you need a do you need a ride? Do you need a, like a gun? We're driving there with Cassius. What we're dealing with, we can't kill by normal means. Right. We're putting you in the loop because you're our friend. You're June's friend. You deserve to know. Okay. Okay. Do you have any uh, tips for self-care? Apparently, it's relevant. Uh, well, sure. Uh, I think the first step, I guess, uh, at least that I had to go through, was, was kind of addressing myself that these are problems, even though I might have find justification for these problems. You I have still- maybe a magic dagger. Oh, uh, no. Oh, okay. What's the what's the situation with the hodag again, Lee? The, sure. The hodag is somehow psychically linked to Rashida. Uh, Garcia, Martin, and uh, uh, Rashida's mom, who have not named, uh, collectively worked together to capture the hodag and have sealed it in, like, this secret cellar somewhere. Okay, that's what I thought. And from there, it sometimes still transmits information to Rashida. They aren't willing to kill it, because very often when you do so, the host, not host, but you know what I mean, uh, the person dies. And so they're like, we can't. 
Yeah, so we can't sick the hodag on yeah, was good. the visitor. <laughs> if the ho is the hodag like Pacific Rim kaiju, can we get <laughs> can we get Rashida to drift it? If only. <laughs> if I if that it was the case, we I wouldn't need any of you. Yeah. Look, uh, Doc, I I I don't know what we need. Uh, I'm putting my feelers out there. If you could. If you could let June's gang know that June's in trouble and that we're trying to put feelers out and find them. Okay. We're gonna go check the bar. Okay. And if you see James Pale, run. I'm trying to remember what they look like. I can't. That's actually par for the course. <sighs> okay. Um... Do we think that uh, uh, this this James character is going to come after us individually? After? I don't know. Okay. It might, but not in a confrontational way, I don't think. Okay. Okay. I think right now all we can do is try to find June. Okay. Um, <laughs> you hear over the a little ways away. Rashida, I need. I'm sorry. I, I I need you to go into the cellar and lock the door. I will call you when it is safe to come out. So yet yeah, I know. Just do it. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I'll call them and maybe try to think of something. Yeah, you guys make your way towards the tavern. I just feel like walking right in there is not the best idea. But also, we gotta get June out of there. I guess if we make this more focused on extraction than trying to kill the, the, the thing. Beck, you're tough. This is not a fight. This is a snatch and grab. Yeah, yeah, probably. Want me to slide on in there like Tobey Maguire in Spider-Man 3? Is this a fear response? Or are you just shutting down inside? <laughs> Is that a no or a yes or a... <laughs> uh, what are we, what's our plan here? I mean, you I, say we I can't don't... kill it. I, I might be able to slip in without them... Yeah, actually, out of the, out of the three of us, Cassius is the least likely to cause a stir. I think where I'm at right now is that I can think of things I'd want to do in preparation, but I don't want to take the time to do that if it means that we're just, like, endangering June more. Yeah, same. What do you need to uh, do? Because I could... I think our first... Time. I think our That's, first thing we should do... Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, if there's anything I've proven today, it's that I can very effectively stall people for long periods of 24 but hours. But not 24 hours. <laughs> Look... Here, here's the thing. We Barely haven't found June minutes. yet, so perhaps I'm it, doing the best diverting of all. If we find June at the bar, then it is an in and out, and then we can do our prep work. If we get to the bar and June's not there, well, then we got to scour the town, and that gives us time to prep as well. You hear the screeching of tires and an extremely loud motor uh, as uh, you hear, like, uh, you see in your rearview mirror this, uh, like, painted, like, black, like, with spray paint truck with graffiti all over it and weird bumper stickers and horny, like, 
addendums on it uh, as uh, the South Swamp Devils like pull up next to you. They've screeched out of their, their building as fast as they could and are now driving right beside you. And you see uh, a lefty uh, who is like, you know, has like that kind of weird 50s side bang, shaved head and, and like weird high ponytail thing going on. Uh, and she's got like war paint on her face from like football, I guess. And she goes, uh, <clears throat> where'd they go? Where are you guys off to? We don't know right now. It's about subtly finding June and storing them somewhere where they won't get hurt. Uh, they noticeably like release on the, the, the clutch a little bit uh, as they are now like properly going the same speed of you and the hum of their, their whole system goes down a little bit. Uh, you can see the whole gang is, is in the truck. They have like baseball bats and like a couple guns and things. Uh, and they put those away. Uh, what? Say it one more time. We're going. We're not going to be kicking ass right now. Not yet. Right now, we need to find June, bunker down somewhere, and get ready. All right. We're going to check the bar where June works at. Can you check around town for anywhere else they usually hang out? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Uh, Magpie, do you think anything's going on weird? And uh, Magpie, uh, it's like younger, like the youngest of the team, uh, uh, Pacific Islander girl, uh, has like uh, like these cool person sunglasses that are maybe like, these are my feel strong glasses on right now. Uh uh, goes, I, I got a couple ideas. Uh, yeah, we can check some places. Do you know where Delaney Storage is? Yeah, why? If you find June, bring them to Delaney Storage. They'll show you which container to go to. Okay. And they uh, to make a, a, a turn as Magpie tries to lead them around town in a couple places. And you guys uh, end up at Eden's Last. And uh, as you pull up, we see that all of the lights in the tavern are out. We open looking through June's bleary eyes. We see the same red sky and orange lights. The air is sterile, like rubbing alcohol to the nose. We see the shack, dark and mossy a little ways away. Looking down, we see legs and feet halfway submerged in bog water. We look up to see June's arms stretched up the length of a tree, hands impaled on two snapped branches. The camera flips around as we see a dirty, exhausted June stuck to the trunk of a tree. We see a pale hand grab June by the hair and twist their head back, exposing their neck in multiple places. Oh yeah, you'll stretch out just fine. And you stir. Coming to wakefulness, what do you do? What do you say? Uh, fuck. Uh, oh, hey. come on now. You only got so many words left. The last one's gonna be fuck. Hey, Jimmy. This sucks real bad. It only will for just a little while longer. Just a little while. You could have had months, June. Could have had months. Here we are. Do I have uh, any uh, movement in my arms? Am I like crucified to this effectively? Uh, but it's not outstretched; it's upstretched. Okay. Yeah. Got gotcha. like your hands are high above you right now, but effectively, yeah, you're pinned to this tree by the hands. Your legs are free, but they're in water, so only so much you can do there. Uh, I'm I'm a spit on him. You spit the best you can, and as you kind of look up to finally grasp his form, you see he doesn't have a face. 
completely blank and blurry. When you look upon him, your head starts to have this dull sting to it, as if someone put just a nail in your brain. Ah, for shame, for shame. Look at yourself. And uh, they turn your head towards the water to see your reflection in the sort of murkiness in the bog. And uh, I'm going to send you something real quick. I want you to say it for me. You see in your reflection is uh, yourself, and you hear this. It talks to you. You have taken from me my closest friends and have made me repulsive to them. I am confined and cannot escape. My eyes are dim with grief. We see tears leak from your eyes and drip drop into the water. And June, I ask you, what was your favorite thing about the other hunters? What was the things that made you feel so bright and what could potentially be your final days? I think uh, June valued in them the sense of community that they provided. Uh, they knew June pretty intimately and uh, did not make June feel uh, weird or strange or broken. We see little flashbacks of you two, uh, you destroying kids at the arcade and being cheered on by your friends. We see you at, uh, uh, <clears throat> what was it, at the dog park, pulling your weird scheme with Beck as you snuck bacon into a strange uh, college kid's backpack. Uh, we see all of you getting pizza together multiple times at Goat Pizza, sharing wine at Emmett's uh, mansion together. We see you back at uh, your old uh, hideaway with your gang in that one moment where you looked around and they were all getting ready to be comfortable again and you recognize that it's just not the same with them as it was with the other hunters. They were different. Your eyes pull back from the water and you can feel yourself stretch a little bit. Your arms get a little bit longer as you sink slowly into the water. Or maybe the tree gets higher, it's hard to say. You can feel this stretch along your skin. We see your fingers slightly elongate. And your nails get a little longer. What do you do? Uh, am I to presume that my casting foci uh, have all been taken? Yeah, yeah. The, no, your jacket has been removed. Like, it's just, you know, shirt, pants right now. You're also not wearing shoes. Those were taken from you, too. Uh, so you can actually feel the mud beneath you. Uh, but yeah, it seems like uh, James knew full well that the moment you woke up, you would probably try to fight. And so has thoroughly attempted to disarm you in the meantime. Would I have any mundane objects on my person? Would James have been thorough enough uh, to strip me of those sort of items? If pitch one at me and I'll tell you. Uh, I have here uh, some of the mundane stuff in 
June's pockets and wallet. Uh, so like wallet, bus pass, uh, typically keys, but I gave that to Cassius. Um, I did save a Doug and Brewster's ticket from my friendship date with Beck. Uh, Doug and Brewster. Uh, yeah, uh, I think those things can be in your pocket. Sure. Uh, I don't think uh, anything. James taught you magic. So anything that has magical value or that James thought could have magical value is gone. But mundane and things like that. Sure. Yeah, but he doesn't know I'm friends with a trash wizard who uses trash. Uh, so I would like to focus on my, uh, relationship with Beck and try and, uh, without any, uh, physical components, uh, try and, uh, cast a spell using the Duggan Brewster's ticket. What is the spell? Um, that's tough. Uh, I feel like I want to get uh, one big hit off and try and run for it. Okay. Um, part of me is saying that maybe I should try and summon my friends, but I don't think any of these spells would really work for that. You maybe could try do something behind him limitations and send like a little message. Um... I think I gotta. I think I gotta get away from James before I do that. So yeah, I'm gonna try and do a big hit and then run for it. Okay. Your hands are restrained. You don't have components. You're in James's territory. Like this is gonna be hard as hell. Yeah. You have a minus three to this roll. Okay. I can work with that. Um, I am going to, uh, wait for the perfect moment. If there is any sense that James is, uh, like lost in thought or his attention is elsewhere, that's when I'll take my shot. So he doesn't seem to be monitoring you entirely. He did that little neck thing a bit ago, but he let you go and, uh, or, or it let you go. And uh, it every now and again walks into the shack and walks back out. Um, I am going to focus on every time I have seen Beck Tui cast a spell and uh, focus on this Duggan Brewster's ticket in my pocket. And uh, when I think the moment is opportune, yell out. Ramacha, Jupiter, Batlet, and use magic. Uh, that is a 11 plus 2 is going to be a 13 minus 3 is a 10. Okay, a 10, a complete success. What is the magic you just did? Oh, uh, you know, you know burn it all down. <laughs> You, uh, when do you wait till James or till the visitor turns its back? Do you wait till it's coming out of the shack? Uh, I want to cold clock him in the jaw with this blast of magic. So if I can catch him just as he's like turning his head and really try and clean his clock. Okay. 
sure. you know, I think the best opportunity is right as he's walking out of the shack and turning a corner. You don't even see the yeah. door; you're facing the back end of it. So he uh, or it rather uh, turns the corner. Your head starts to ache, but you fight through. What does the magic look like? Um, uh, I think uh, like a fucking green lantern ring. <laughs> uh, it forms a uh, 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 roughly a nunchuck of fire and shoots out of the Doug and Brewster's ticket from my pocket. Uh, I'm assuming the ticket probably like catches on fire and hurts for real sure. bad, but uh, yeah, yeah, that thing disintegrates yeah. for sure. Uh, you do so, and uh, you hear this like. Uh, it doesn't sound like a crack like it does when the nunchucks hit like a monster. It doesn't sound like fire ripples across their face. You can't remember what it sounds like. You, as you try to pull yourself off, oh, roll me an act under pressure to break out of your restraints right now. You have a minus one to this roll. Alright, so that is a eight minus one is seven. Just barely. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say price to pay. This fucking hurts. Take a harm. Uh, you have to rip your hands out of two spikes, effectively. As you, uh, take your, uh, hands out, uh, you immediately start to descend into the water as you kind of cross with your reflection on the way down. I sink in the mirrored depths where there is no foothold. I've come into the deep waters. The floods engulf me. You start to descend into these murky depths as mud and, and you know, caked dirt and things uprise as you uh, hit the bottom. You start to, like, run along the floor of this bog. What do you do? Um... I am going to uh, try and find any sort of purchase I can and uh, just keep moving. The The goal is to keep moving and find uh, a way uh, to uh, contact uh, my, my allies. Okay. Uh, as you uh, make your escape, you hear in your head... I'll say it once, and I'll say it again. You ain't ever getting rid of me, Jim. Ain't never. As you splash through the water, we see uh, this kind of darkness roll across your vision, and we switch back. You arrive at Eden's last. The lights are off. Andy, would you mind uh, reminding us what the Eden's last looks like outside and inside? Uh, there is a sign with a tree and a single unrecognizable fruit hanging from it. Um, inside uh, the tavern, uh, it feels very uh, homey, to be honest. Uh, a lot of hardwood. Uh, a lot of soft lighting, very little uh, electricity or modern appliances that uh, you can see from at least in the doorway. 
Okay. What do you do? So, you want me to try to get in? I mean, it's pretty dark. I think it's yeah. best if we go in and check it out. This is no longer a matter of sneaking June out of an open bar. We need to find out if they have a cellar or something. Yeah. Uh, some something tells me that it's closed at the moment, so there might, yeah. I might we might need a scheme to get in. I've got a got an idea if you want, but works best if it's just me for the moment. Okay. What's your plan? Uh, so I think Cassius is gonna go back to the uh, trunk and pop it open, and like replace his rumpled jacket and uh, hat with a different rumpled hoodie and beanie to look a little bit more like uh, streets I guess <laughs> for lack of a better word he's gonna like stumble over towards the door uh, looking drunker than he is and he's gonna like knock on the door and be like hey it opens yeah, you open it yeah. <laughs> Buddy, open. We're looking for some booze, Boston style. You got Sam Adams? I think service is closed for a while. You okay, pal? Uh, Do you need a drink, buddy? You can come with us. Uh, you don't see who is talking right now because you're right by the door. Yeah. Uh, it's oh, I'm, dark I'm not, you are correct. I am not going in. <laughs> <laughs> um, buddy, are you the owner of this place? No. May, may I ask who I'm speaking to at the moment? Sorry. You don't recognize me, Mr. Montgomery. Come in. Not by name. Or not by voice. The lights turn on, and you see behind the, uh, like, sitting at the bar as if they were a patron, crying over, like, a bunch of, like, half-eaten food and drinks is the is the Baron. Uh, he's sort of, uh, Desmond Tiny-looking motherfucker. Huh. <laughs> Hello! Um, I think Cassius is gonna shoot a look back at the others. Can they, like, oh. see through the door? Or, like... You can't. It, you can see the lights are on, but you definitely don't see him. If he if he shoots a look, I'm gonna head right on over. It's like it's a more confused look, I think, than anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Who is it? Uh, uh. I don't know how to. <laughs> no, I don't know how to charade this. <laughs> I think Beth is just gonna go inside the bar. Uh, it's Fine. empty except for this sad, sad man. Who, like I said, is has like eaten all of their food and has like several bottles on the countertop. What's okay, Duke, I... let's talk business. You hate. I'm not Prince ready Pale, to be a right? Duke yet. Oh my One god. Day. Whatever. <laughs> the count. I don't. Baron. Baron. What are you doing here? I lost. You lost what? A bet? Yeah. Well. It's sort of an, an, an unspoken game, but... <sighs> I thought I could, I don't know, lead lead them away. Oh, 
<laughs> no such luck. Where are they? I don't know. You know, p- perhaps if you had been just a tad less creepy, leading them might have worked a little bit better. I'm, I don't mean to be rude. <laughs> it's just... For what it's worth, my rival, let's say, uh, was equally, if not more creepy. True. Just say maybe dial it down if you want to win this unspoken game in the future, that's all. And who's to say uh, you've lost it yet already? Maybe we could turn it around for you, you know what I mean? We could, this is not over till it's over, you know, that's all I'm saying, a little bit Yogi Berra. <laughs> Wisdom. Uh, at least June kept funny company. Who knows who they'll pick next? Um, Beck slaps the Baron. You slap them. Uh, yeah. They are not a ghost. Uh, there is this like slow <laughs> reverberation. They are incredibly dense, uh, and I think your hand hurts like hell when you when you swing. And they they look at you uh, like fake upset, but you can see that their teeth are all sharp like sharks' teeth right now. What do you know about a shack in a swamp? Uh, all I know is you should roll me investigate a mystery. <laughs> oh no no got four four you say yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, I, just, I kind of slapped you I didn't have a lot to like extrapolate yeah uh, you get you know you catch more flies with honey than vinegar fine I'll build you one thing of your choice if you tell us everything you know about this shack go ahead and mock experience back I will. Uh, hmm. <laughs> you don't have Dark Negotiator, so. <laughs> that tells me everything. Cassius yeah. <laughs> is going to just start wandering around this bar since there's no one to stop him. He's going to, yeah. like, hop behind the bar. Are there any signs and... of a struggle, Lee? Uh, there, uh, there would be another investigative mystery, mm-hmm. I assume. Uh, so go ahead, Cassius. Oh, I was going to roll oops. By roll oops, I mean say oops. All right, go for it. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I guess. I forget. I forget. It's not a roll. You just get something that's good. Um, uh, uh, I think. Prezi, give me present. I want. I want a gift. Uh, okay. I think you find like a uh, like a set of like. They look like playing or trading cards, honestly, but they're done in that like old, old style of uh, like if you think like old tarot stuff, but it's not tarot. It's not like the hanged man or something. It is like a little uh, art set of various monsters. The card pack has like an array of them, uh, but none of them seem utterly um, like magical or anything like that. The thing that pings on your radar is that the very top card is the Hodag, which you thought was an American cryptid and probably didn't fit that era. I... The things I desire are less mechanical in nature. What do you want? You like... You like to square off against pale for like people's souls or oh, something. Well, that is part of the game, sure. <sighs> well, who's to say? I hmm 
what can you offer me that is comparable well, to, you know, betraying or yeah, betraying the trust of my dear friend? My left eye, I don't know. What do you want? <laughs> I could take that well, if I wanted to. For one thing, he won't I'd win. like to see you try. <laughs> oh, bravery! How refreshing. Everyone has it. For one thing, James won't win. Yeah. Maybe in a, a, a grand sense, sure. No, in the very present sense that you were just crying about. <sighs> Not a bad start. Good thing to keep in mind. Gonna pour them a drink. I'm sure they have something, but... Yeah, yeah, they drink it. At this point, I'll start investigating around. Sure. I want something genuinely potent, genuinely meaningful. Everyone think believes in the old black magic. That's not our style anymore. Maybe those, uh, you know, wicked old fools in their costumes, but not us. We play a longer game than that. Hmm. You must have something. Ah, I know. I want. Turns to uh, to Beck and says, "I want Legrands." Legrands isn't even mine to give. Oh, isn't that unfortunate? The shack isn't mine to disclose. <sighs> this is a tough one, isn't it? We could probably find the shack, unless the shack is in like sure a you could nightmare dimension. Who's Legrands? <laughs> Who is Legrands? It's a magic book. It's a very important old magic book. <sighs> mm. His no. his eyes like a light on you, and they're like unearthly wide, and the uh, dark black people start to kind of fill them a little bit more. Well, what is a book, magic as it may be, to your friend's life? We don't even know if you actually know where it is. What if we gave you like a you Xerox copy? Well, well, I I like where your head's at, but. You don't. That's the nature of dealing with shady figures. I have genres, Savvy, you know. I know that if I don't, uh, um, you know, do the whole business betray my workplace proximity associate, that I'll have the bulwark, your friend who's ready to give up his eye, all, all of you strange people making my business more annoying and inconvenient. Is that good enough for you? No, fuck you, I'll do it myself. And I do cast out evil on the Baron. Hell yeah, roll it. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. That's a 13. 13? <laughs> uh, can it's you read cast out, out evil for me? I was gonna do that on pale, but... <laughs> June did a spell thinking of our friendship. And now he needs to go. <laughs> Go for oh, it. I'm trying to find it. There you go. You may banish an unnatural creature from your presence. Roll tough. Oh, okay. That's fine. It's still a, a 12. 
Uh, on a 10 plus, it is banished. On a 7 to 9, it takes a little while for the banishing to take effect. Uh, the creature has time to make one or two actions. Either way, the banished creature is unharmed, and you have no control over where it goes. Uh, what does it look like as the Baron is forced from this place? I think that as he's sort of pontificating and giggling, uh, Beck, uh, like, makes a fist and walks over to the door, uh, and as she says, no, fuck you, I'll do it myself, she slams the door, and as she slams the door, Baron is, like, siphoned out through the door, like he's sucked out of it, like a wormhole. Uh, as, yeah, uh, it seems like his body, like, stretches out and becomes sort of ethereal and ephemeral as it wings out the door and no one knows where the Baron has gone. I think you hear, like, a, oh, like, stretched out real long. <laughs> you see a crazy straw clutched in Beck's hand. I hate that guy. All right, as soon as, as soon as we take care of Pale, uh, Baron's next on our hit list. I got a five to investigate a mystery. <laughs> That's two hard moves in my corner. Uh, we'll go ahead and mark experience. Uh, I did, other than that, people leveled up before. Did people? Uh, no one ever told me what they took. I just bumped my charisma. I bumped the weird. Gotcha. Okay. I'm <sighs> gonna start looking for like a basement or a back office or anything. Okay. Do your best. Go for it. Nine. Nine. Hold one. What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Where did it go? Uh, You see these magical burns across the countertop. Uh, they uh, look like these mystic scars in a long dead wood. You uh, see like a, a big you know, thud in the floor where maybe someone fell uh, and the, the wood cracked just a little bit. Uh, and Sherlock Holmesing this, uh, you can see that there is no further like dragging or uh, other places to go. So surely uh, uh, June and the visitor are in some magical place right now. They are not in this zone. They're not in Constance at the very least. All right. Um, as far as like where it seems they bamfed, bamfed from, are there any markings on the floor? Uh, I guess, you know, close to the door. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to like pick up some dust and soot from where it seems they teleported from and sure. put it in a little baggie. Sounds good. Put it in a little ziplock. Okay. What do you do now? To observe another place or time, do I need to know, like, what the place looks like? You need to know where you're looking. (laughs) Uh, You need to know, like, I want to look in that house over there. I want to look, yeah. Like, you need to know, like, a a pretty good idea of where it is. Now, could I help Beck with my having seen the shack in Jude's brain. Could we perhaps use a weird science thing to, to create a psychic link between me and Beck to 
you allow for this? Or, or maybe like, is teleporting there big magic? Like, that's, now I know that you that, probably meant for the Baron to sort of be the intermediary. But. I had a bunch of different things for that uh, <laughs> to do. To do, it's the thing is that by seeing it, I don't know if that necessarily tells you how to get there. So I don't know if that accomplishes the task you're trying to do. All right, you can so. you can certainly try that. But I I will kind of just give you what we've been seeing so far. If that makes any sense. So, here's what I'm thinking. Cassius, you've you've seen it in your little brain space thingy. Uh, I guess. I don't know. For lack of a better way to say it, yeah. I've got some of the dust from where they teleported from. Because it seems like they teleported out of here. It doesn't seem like June was dragged off or anything. I'm I'm thinking we need to figure out some sort of bridge between those two things. Figure out a way to follow their teleportation. And I don't think we're going to do it standing around this shithole. Is June's place above the bar, or is it... No. Okay. It's like above a restaurant, if I recall. Yeah. Gotcha. I knew it was above some kind of establishment. It's a little Philadelphia diner. Yeah. (laughs) It's a staple of Constance. And yeah, I have the key to that, right? Yeah. You could see if... Yeah, there might be... On an off chance, perhaps, June left their coat somewhere. I know that coat helps them poof around, right? Yeah, there might be a hint there. Beck, do you know how to do that, like, teleporting thing? No, I think that was something with the jacket. But we never... Saw June teleport into other dimensions or anything. Who who else can we ask for help? The bulwark, but they're not gonna <sighs> want to defeat a large evil creature. No, that's fair. I'm just Grandmaster Chuck Hayes isn't doesn't like it when I go all rogue on him. But... I should at least get my sword or something. Well, you didn't really go rogue on him, did you, though? You were eating some pizza at an arcade, and and one of your friends went missing, so... You yeah. immediately went to Chuck A's after confirming that it was a threat and not something that you were making up. It's worth a shot. The, the worst possible outcome is that... I don't know. Sometimes I think he defaults too much to, like... Preparation and biding your time. We don't have that much time. You get a call from uh, uh, Dr. Garcia on your phone. Hello? Speakerphone. Uh, is is it everything okay? Where can I meet you? Or is where should I go? Or what should, what should I do? I think our next stop's June's apartment. Okay. And, we and then... What? We know that June and this monster are in some sort of magical place. I don't know if that means that it's like another realm or just an area that has a lot of magical like wards or cloaking stuff around it. Mm. Looks like a shack in the woods. I don't I don't know of any personally, but I have 
the dirt from where they teleported from. Cassius has seen it in his mind or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're going to go to June's apartment to try to look for more clues. Do you, uh, do you know of anyone we could ask for help? Yeah. I guess so. Who? Uh... <clears throat> I don't know exactly how we'd go about it. But... Monsters know when they're in each other's territory. Yeah, but we can't risk anything happening to Rashida. Yeah, that's my thought. So, rock in a hard place, I guess. But, you know, Cassius has been a psychic for a couple of episodes now, so maybe <laughs> he can sort of just mind meld with it and find something out. Do you think the Hodag knows where it would be? Just that it's there. It's worth a shot either way. It usually gets psychic warnings, in, or at least Rashida did, and they're more specific than just yes or no. We should drive and talk. Yeah. What do you think, if we're going to be planning, we should be moving. This is this is a time sensitive. Maybe. Yeah. Go for it. Um, where, where are we hey, going? Real quick. Anybody know what a pink salmon sticker would mean? I mean... Roll investigative mystery. You like sushi? I thought it was your BFF. Seven. Seven. Hold one. Uh, What happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Pink salmon sticker? What is being concealed here? Uh, off the top of my head? Uh, I don't know too much about salmon mythology, to be honest. Um, or at the very least, uh, I, I mean, I assume you're talking about something magical, right? It was... It appeared on my storage shed right when all this shit started going down, and... The, the owner of the storage unit just has a habit of giving me exactly what I need when I need it. Um... The only thing I can think of, salmon-related, it's been a while, but when I was over in, I want to say Ireland, Ireland or Scotland, one of the lands oh, over there. official wisdom? The salmon of knowledge, yeah. I believe, I believe it was either touched or eaten by someone at some point, and suddenly something happened. Delaney only speaks Gaelic. I... You know Gaelic? Me, I don't, but... I've got books. Can you guys drop me off at the storage shed on the way to June's? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I can't, but... Are we okay. going to June's, or are we going to the... You guys are going to June's. Okay. Drop me off at the shed on the way. We're in the what same we, neighborhood. What are we doing at June's, though? I thought we were going to speak to the monster. <sighs> There's a lot yeah, of moving think... parts here. I think my best guess is we need to settle on a plan and move forward. There's a lot of different things we could do, but we need to pick one and do it soon. Uh, I think I'm going to look at the card with the picture of the hodag on it and be like, something tells me I should go and see this hodag. Okay. Meet me at my house. I'll walk you there. I can drop you off, Flint, if you want. Jack, do you want to come with me or do you want to do something else? I just want to grab my, my gear. Drop back off with me. Uh, she could take my motorbike. Yes. 
Yes, that sounds like Still a great plan. Still got those plan. rollerblades on? Well, no, because why blade when you can buy All right. these? Zach, you've got a li- license, right? Yeah. yeah. Fuck it, doesn't matter right now. I'm gonna hop in the car. <laughs> uh, you scatter, effectively. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Cassius, you drive out towards Garcia's Manor, dropping Beck and June, or not Beck and June, Beck and Flint off at the uh, storage shed. Uh, Beck, you zoom off into the distance there to go get your gear. Uh, and Flint, uh, what did you? What were you doing? Uh, first, I'm gonna touch the salmon sticker and see if anything happens. Nothing. Uh, is uh, non-magical, but I think it does ping on your radar that uh, uh, Hector Cole, Nathan Stone, had the same tattoo marking on his wrist. Yeah, I always assumed it was more of a, like, I know where you live. <sighs> you gotta eat it. That's how, in the story, they eat the <laughs> eat fish. The and then, yeah, and then you gotta eat Nathan so Stone. Gotta... <laughs> Ooh, well. I still have that communicator, don't I? The one that I disassembled? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start putting it back together. For sure. You did it. You've done it before. I don't think it requires another roll. But yeah. You, you get to work, we see Cassius driving off in the night, Beck driving off into the night, and I think we're gonna switch back. We see June clambering out of a boggy pond, gasping for air. A light fog has started to roll in. If you look up into the sky, you can see faint, distant, unfeeling stars looking down upon you. You see ripples in the water, and they have motion, like moving, like something's being pushed backwards. You see little boats, like rowboats, gliding through the water, stopping and starting again, like someone was using them, but there's no one there. As one passes by, if you swing a hand through, it goes straight through, nothing's there. You don't see James. You don't see the shack. Well, fuck all of this. Uh, In dark moments, uh, Billy Boyd comes and speaks to me words of wisdom. The closer we are to danger, the farther we are from harm. I'm going to try and circle my way back towards uh, the shack. Interesting. Uh, do, 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 do. Roll me, uh, read a bad situation, I think. This is kind of getting your bearings and figuring out how to get around. <laughs> oh, subtract one from your roll. Uh, oh, great. Okay. Uh, so that'll be a six. Very nice. <sighs> you start to meander about the woods in the swamp here. As you uh, you look around, you see that you've passed that tree an hour ago. Yeah, about it's right. hard to tell how much time has passed, but it's been a little while, and you saw that tree a long while ago. You've passed where you, you can see your own footprints. Shit. You're getting wrapped around on yourself again and again and again. This is bad. 
He probably knows this place better than you. I should hope so. There is a good chance that if you are losing yourself, something about his power is making you forget where you're going. We <clears throat> see you as you finally trip over a root and slam your face into a, a puddle of mud. And we see you looking young and scared in the water below. It's dirty. You're dirty. You look tired and in pain. June, tell me what you escaped from as a kid when you left home. Describe it as either in flashback form or in narrative form. Either one's happy by either one's fine by me. Uh, I think uh, June is wearing like a polo shirt tucked into uh, khaki shorts uh, and dress shoes and uh, their siblings are wearing like basically matching clothes and they are uh, just leaving church where uh, the that they were visiting for missionary Sunday because uh, June's dad is a missionary and uh, the pastor had been uh, preaching on the evils of uh, this growing queer crisis in America. Very good. We see those words that you just told me now. Uh, uh, somewhere distant being inscribed into a book. No pen, no quill, no pencil, no nothing. Being inscribed into vellum pages uh, with incandescent ink. It looks like the lettering itself is candle lit from behind. And the next page turns. You pull your head out from the water. For a minute you were drowning and you didn't even realize. You take a harm as you start to spit water out of your lungs. Uh, June's hurt. Uh, not, uh, it's not looking too dark yet. Um, the sky hasn't changed. I think June has, um, one more card to play before it's time to reshuffle and draw a new hand. So, um, June is going to, uh, try and with the blood from the wrists, draw a sigil on a nearby tree and see if they can, like, ham radio the gang. Okay. Romy, use magic. Subtract. What is it? Oh, uh, he's not nearby. Using your blood. Subtract just one. Alright, I can work with that. Oh, snake eyes. <gasps> Two ones. Would you like to use a luck point? Oh my god. Oh. Please use luck. Please. Or, or don't use luck. <laughs> Guys. Turn into a slender them. I don't. 
I don't want to use luck. Oh, but I should. How many luck do you get overall? Like seven? Uh, seven? Seven total, and you can spend a level up to gain one back. Uh, like one or two times. On the bright side, if you use two. it and the Baron shows up now, what could, how much worse could it get? <laughs> you use well, I, know, I know exactly who shows up now uh, to save you, or not to save you, but like to show up. Uh, and it's not the Baron. I have a really good idea. Gert. I'm, I mean, my, I do have a backup plan for if this fails. I'm not, uh, I, I'm not tail between my legs yet. But remember, it's more than just this plan fails. It's I get a hard move against yeah, you and something really I'm bad sure. happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to spend a luck. I'm not yes. happy about it. Ooh. There's now two people from my past that are looking for me. Oh. Very. Very good. All right. You start to uh, cast your magic and you feel it start to go catastrophically bad. You feel your lungs start to like pulse. You feel this like tightening and release, this tightening and release uh, as if like all of the years of your smoking uh, has started to come back to you. You feel your veins pulse and your your liver starts to twist as every uh, bit of like uh, poison you put into your body is deciding to react upon you now. And uh, you start to like violently shake for a moment. Uh, and in your uh, 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 like last seconds of like not being fully aware of what you are, you hear, hey, it's okay, it's okay. Hey, hey, relax. Relax. <gasps> One for one, right? And you turn your head and see the skinless face of Nils, the doppelganger you saved not just long ago. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm here for you. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, uh, you are not who I was trying to uh, get a hold of, but I am glad you're here, my guy. Yeah, yeah, you're sending all kind of mixed signals. You know, know how weird it is here and just like, like, uh, like church bells just out of nowhere being like, Mm-mm, you know, come find me, find, walk with whoever. I will walk beside you two steps. Nonsense. Like all your church shit. Were you the set of footprints in the sand that carried me? I don't know church shit. That was a deep cut. I'm sorry. It's a really bad poem. I uh, love people use saying deep cut for the Bible. That's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that wasn't the Bible. That was just a shitty poem uh, that moms had in the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Uh, Anyway, uh, where are we? You don't know? No, I kind of thought that I might have been really high. Well, you should investigate a mystery real quick, and I'll try to explain as best I can. Minus one, please. Uh, with a minus one, that is a two. Oh my god! Oh my god! Only yeah. a lot of experience. Smart. Okay. I, look, guys, I do you have to another friend. I'll use luck and I'll bring in someone else. Here. I, I do have a final plan. Still, I'm gonna. Am I I'm gonna to use luck fine. on someone else? Yeah. <laughs> Within the context of this conversation, Nils is just like, never mind, I'm just not going to tell you. uh, Nils starts to be like, well, so here's the thing, is that, like, you know how you you guys has to be, like, 
like in, intoxicated or using some kind of stimulant or have just been like affected by a monster or magic to like see all the weird stuff yeah obviously for us it's not the same like we get to see that shit all the time uh so uh the thing is is that and <laughs> this fucking fog begins to roll across the the ground and you start to feel this intense pain in your head uh uh you see nils uh look at the sky uh and uh immediately switch their face to look like your face and they say don't talk just go and the two of and uh nils starts to run off into the into the fog uh i am going to not talk and i am going to just go you run uh and uh, we see a June running somewhere in the fog, not speaking, so we're not sure which one it is. Uh, we see uh, this distant face as uh, the June passes by a tree. We see this faceless, distant creature uh, pass right by them. We see this uh, intense, like the camera statics out for a second as June uh, falls, turns another direction, and starts running away. Uh, June, as you're running, what do you regret the most? I don't think June is the sort of person to uh, feel much shame or regret uh, when it comes to decisions that they make. Um, I think that they are uh overall pretty good at justifying the actions that they uh have chosen to to bring them to this specific time and place uh i do think that uh perhaps uh they carry uh some regret for uh Jude Keaton and not um, being uh, maybe more forthcoming about their suspicions towards Jude's situation. We see uh, Jude Keaton far away sitting at their TV and we see their mom come downstairs holding boxes of papers which she accidentally drops and we see stacks upon stacks of this drawing of a distant figure, tall and long, scratched into the paper with a lot of graphite. And the one, the handful of papers that Jude had given you before does not even scratch the surface of how long and how many there have been. And we see the scene darken uh, as we see June running, running, running. We see uh, Flint tearing through pages in their books. We see Magpie out in the swamps looking around, sniffing, having the ink most like animalistic instinct of like, something's weird here. I don't like it. She says, she says, yelling back to like the headlights of a truck. Do you guys smell sulfur? It's not good. And... Uh, 
we see uh we see Beck going to their apartment where uh Chuck and several other of the members are waiting uh and Chuck hugs you and says uh <clears throat> I thought I'd lost you and we see Cassius uh, heading down into this dark, dark basement with Dr. Garcia, and we see these big, yellow, cat-like eyes open with a little, by little, I mean deep, frightening, tiger-like growl. And we close out on this next part of the interlude. <laughs>